Today in Business from Wired. His drivers unionized, then Amazon tried to terminate his contract. The e-commerce giant's delivery service partners are under constant pressure to perform, but say they have little freedom to manage their own businesses. By Caitlin Harrington. It was just after New Year's when Jonathan Irvin began to feel that Amazon was turning the screws on him. Irvin owns one of 3,500 small businesses that exist solely to deliver packages for the retail giant. Since launching his company, Battle-Tested Strategies, in 2019, the Air Force veteran and reservist has delivered more than 10 million packages and earned positive performance reviews from Amazon. In a 2020 newsletter, Amazon championed Irvin as a face of its commitment to black business owners. Last year, after a summer of blistering heat, high package counts, and malfunctioning air conditioners, BTS's drivers began organizing a union with the Teamsters. He recognized the union, according to Irvin, against Amazon's wishes, and bargained a contract that took effect in April, making his employees the first Amazon drivers in the U.S. to ratify a union contract. The vans that BTS leases are inspected by Amazon for roadworthiness before each shift. After this winter's holiday rush, known as Peak, subsided, Irvin began to feel these inspections had morphed into hunts for reasons to keep his vehicles off the road. No infraction seemed too minor. A cracked taillight, an improperly mounted phone, a seatbelt that retracted too sluggishly, never problems before, were now suddenly excuses to ground his vans. Now Amazon is trying to sever its contracts with Irvin near the end of this month, which would put him out of business and his 84 drivers out of work. Amazon spokesperson Eileen Hards writes that BTS has had a track record of failing to perform and that the company was terminated for six breaches of contract involving failures to pay insurance providers and to complete vehicle safety audits. Five of those occurred in January, she says. She also wrote that BTS had not been truthful about the viability of its business, but declined to provide evidence. Irvin is contesting all of the breaches. He says those related to insurance were resolved last year, yet they remained on his record. Irvin's dispute with Amazon shows how vulnerable the companies that operate its fleets of branded vans are to the exacting demands of their lone client. BTS is part of Amazon's Delivery Service Partners program, a network of small package delivery businesses the company launched in 2018 as part of an effort to break its dependence on FedEx and UPS. The program works like a franchise model, but without the legal protections of one. Amazon provides training, support staff, and deals on van leases, handheld devices, insurance, and maintenance. It also controls how many routes DSPs receive. The DSPs shoulder most of the liabilities, including vehicle maintenance and repair, workers' compensation and unemployment insurance, and responsibility for any accidents. Irvin joined the Air Force straight out of high school as a ticket out of his hometown of Flint, Michigan, spending 10 years on active duty before transitioning to the reserves, where he rose to the highest rank of Chief Master Sergeant. In 2018, he was working as a field engineer testing military equipment for the defense contractor Raytheon when he saw an online ad for the DSP program. Amazon was looking for veterans to launch small package delivery businesses, and Irvin was clocking the midnight shift and hankering for a change. The program seemed an exciting opportunity to apply his skill set at a disruptive company on the tip of the spear of technology, he thought. Many skills that service members learn, leadership, adaptability, technical know-how, translate well to Amazon's fast-moving logistics operation. 
The company touts its support for veterans, pledging to directly hire 100,000 former service members and their spouses by 2024, on top of those it recruits to run DSPs. You've got your drivers, who are your troops, says Irvin. You're going to different terrain, you're experiencing different scenarios, having to get towed out, inclement weather, in our case, bad equipment. After a year of running his DSP out of a busy facility in the East Los Angeles suburb of El Monte, Irvin was recruited by Amazon in 2020 to help open a new delivery station 60 miles north in Palmdale, a high desert town at the foot of the San Gabriel Mountains. I think you'll be a great fit for this opportunity due to your proven leadership, strong performance, and clear commitment to keeping safety a top priority, his Amazon business coach wrote to him. As Amazon awarded Irvin more routes from the typical 20 to 40 range up north of 75, the limits to his autonomy became clear. Amazon determined the number of routes he could run and which vans he leased. It dictated the vendors he could use to service and insure those vehicles and set the minimum pay for his employees. If a driver veered off their prescribed route, even to use the bathroom, BTS would receive a call from Amazon. The company scored drivers using an app called Mentor, which tracked behavior such as incidents of hard-breaking or rapid acceleration around a corner. If a driver's mentor score dipped too low, the AI camera caught what it interpreted as a safety violation, or the driver was simply too slow, Amazon would off-board or terminate them, even if Irvin disagreed with the assessment and wanted to keep the worker. At the same time, Irvin thrived, and Amazon touted him as a success story. In August 2020, the company featured him in its DSP newsletter for National Black Business Month, trumpeting its commitment to increasing the number of opportunities for black entrepreneurs. In 2022, it asked Irvin to become an ambassador for a program mentoring new DSP owners. In February, Irvin's local congressman visited his delivery station to present a certificate of achievement for delivering 10 million packages to the local community. The lopsided power dynamic and captive nature of the DSP business gives Amazon a high degree of control over its contractors and their drivers. As Amazon's last-mile delivery program has grown, some owners have strained under its thumb. One former manager who operated a DSP in the Midwest from 2018 to 2022, and a former California-based owner who ran a DSP from 2017 to 2021, say that over time, it became harder to succeed. In the beginning, the biggest complaint was seeing all the urine bottles everywhere, tossed aside by drivers who lack access to bathrooms or time to use them, says the manager. But Amazon gradually tightened its control, particularly after launching DSP 2.0 in 2019. Owners had less leeway over how they could pay their drivers, and the bar for performance bonuses which their DSPs relied on to turn a profit grew higher. Meanwhile, workers' compensation and repair costs climbed. The owner, manager, and another DSP manager and mechanic in the Pacific Northwest say that the van's doors, batteries, and starters strained under the heavy usage. These vehicles are designed to haul loads, not to have the motor turned on and off hundreds of times a day, says the mechanic. And we pay the price when things break. We're incredibly proud of our delivery service partner program, which empowers entrepreneurs to build their own last-mile delivery companies from the ground up, writes Hards noting that its 3,500 DSPs employ more than 275,000 drivers worldwide who safely deliver more than 10 million customer packages every day. Although Amazon advertised that owners could earn between $75,000 and $300,000 a year in profits when it launched the program, 
A complaint from a 2022 class action lawsuit against the company said that the average DSP owner only nets between $31,500 and $64,500. Two other lawsuits filed by DSP owners in 2021 and 2022 alleged that Amazon's control and performance expectations made it exceedingly difficult to be profitable. All three suits were sent to private arbitration. After Amazon's punishing delivery quotas were blamed for road accidents, the company tightened control over drivers by adding tracking devices, such as AI cameras, into the vans, which Hards says reduce accidents. That got all my drivers heated up, says the Midwest manager. Now the Teamsters are arguing to the National Labor Relations Board that Amazon should take responsibility for the drivers whose working conditions it controls. The result of that battle could help shape the future of unionization at the company. Things started to turn sour for Irvin and his drivers during the summer of 2021. BTS's vans were breaking down more frequently, and the air conditioning would often conk out in the desert heat. As temperatures topped 100 degrees and climbed 10 to 15 degrees higher in the back of the vans, according to two drivers, their health suffered. You have to watch the way you move because being overheated, you can make mistakes very easily and hurt yourself, says BTS driver Dorian Arnold who says he experienced bouts of heat-induced dizziness during summer months. Last summer, one of Irvin's employees messaged Amazon that a driver had been rushed to the emergency room and diagnosed with heat exhaustion. When is she expected to return to the station, the Amazon representative replied, according to a screenshot seen by Wired. I'm not having her come back to work today, Irvin wrote back, appalled. We will see what the doctor's recommendation is for her to return to work. We're committed to the safety of drivers and communities where they deliver, which is why our heat-related safety protocols often exceed industry standards, writes Hards, noting that the company immediately grounds vehicles without working air conditioners, maintains a round-the-clock safety helpline, and provides heat mitigation training and supplies such as electrolyte powder, coolers, insulated tumblers, and cooling bandanas. She writes that DSPs are responsible for maintaining air conditioners. That summer of 2022, BTS's drivers reached their breaking point. They organized a petition to Amazon over the broken air conditioners and the excessive number of packages assigned to each route, which often pushed them to skip breaks. Hards writes that Amazon plans routes to account for one 30-minute and two 15-minute breaks. Then the drivers began planning a walkout. Before they could deliver the petition, Amazon caught wind of it and notified Irvin, then promptly sent another BTS representative to an anti-union training. According to Irvin, the trainer said that if BTS's drivers unionized, Amazon would cancel the company's contract. A similar fate had befallen the only other Amazon delivery contractor to successfully unionize in Michigan in 2017, according to a BuzzFeed report. DSP owners and their drivers are not forced to go to anti-union training, Hards writes. Amazon does not retaliate for union organization, she adds. On April 24th, BTS's drivers publicly announced that they were unionizing with the Teamsters. Irvin agreed to voluntarily recognize the union without requiring the drivers to hold an election, a decision he calls a no-brainer. To have their voice heard was the only option for me. We've been fighting together against Amazon for quite a while. On April 14th, Amazon notified Irvin that it would terminate his contract on June 24th months before its October renewal date and in compliance with California's WARN Act, which requires 60 days' notice of mass layoffs. The company sent him a settlement agreement, which he rejected. As far as I'm concerned, my contract auto-renews in October, he says. We're going to keep working. Thanks for listening. I'm Zeke Robison. 
To hear the rest of Jonathan Irvin's story and for more stories like these, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at Wired.com business.